Welcome to the Something Admired podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Haber, and I look forward to opening the space to share inspiring conversations with those I admire. Join me weekly as we dive into inspiring leaders, teachers, and thinkers that have a story to tell. With a desire to connect, and more importantly, a craving to learn, this podcast was born. If there's one thing I'm certain about, it is that the world needs more stories being shared and admirable moments that embed in our memories. And with great pleasure, let us begin together. Today's episode is going to be one that I've been wanting to record for some time, and I know I haven't done an admired episode with me personally in a few months, as it has been a whirlwind of few months and a really exciting landmark, which marks three months that Something Admired has been out into the world, and I can't be more proud and excited about what has transpired. You'll hear some bird noises and some little bees and butterflies. I'll let you know where I'm at in just a little bit, but it's been an exciting few months that I will dive into what has been happening with me personally and then also with the podcast. So I always feel the need and desire to honor something once it has been brought to life and in the different stages something evolves. I used to always throw birthdays for passion projects or milestones, and today is one of them. I'd love to share a recap on how these past three months have been for me personally and what has been evolving behind the scenes here at Something Admired. So firstly, I landed back here in the States, specifically California, after almost two and a half years of being in Australia for that chunk of time. I've been there for a total of six years and that's definitely home, but due to COVID and all the restrictions of not being able to cross borders, I was there for a longer period of time and was unable to come to visit my family or friends. So it's been roughly two months here since rekindling with this special land and it's been amazing to reconnect with everyone I love and cherish so deeply as well as bask in the presence of the mountains and ocean and rivers. Um, I come back and a majority of my close friends have had babies and almost everyone I'm surrounded by here is a flower farmer. That is the ultimate gift to witness and partake in the picking. So it's an incredible It's an incredible journey to just witness, I guess, the growth that has been blooming around me, both internally and externally for lots of people. And just to, I guess, have my feet back on familiar soil. So over the past few months, I have been, my partner and I, we've been Firstly, we landed here and we got straight into farm sitting. We stayed at a close friend's farm called Sweet Mountaintop, which is right around the corner from where we're renting. And it was so fun and special. She has two goats, three dogs, so many chickens, four cats, and lots and lots of flowers and plants and It's this beautiful mountain that just overlooks all of Carpinteria. 
And so we got to farm sit there for a few weeks. And so it was really special just getting our hands back into just different farm chores and baking and having family up on the mountaintop, which was really special. And then just tailgating that experience, we stayed up at my mama's, which she has Palomar Farms, which is a sweet little flower farm up in Ojai. So we stayed there for, I think it was just about a weekend or a week or so. And so it was special to tend to her flowers and the animals there. So that was really sweet. And it really made me miss home, but also feel the comforts of farm life. So another thing that has been exciting since been back being back here is the farmers markets, which when I envision just abundance and familiarity and connection and whole foods and the seasons, it is the Santa Barbara farmers market. There is nothing like it. I mean, Ojai is really great as well, but Santa Barbara Farmer's Market is just incredible. There's the hustle and bustle with lots of produce and especially in spring and summer, it's abundance and so beautiful. And so it was really special every Saturday to make that a ritual of buying our produce at the farmer's market and just getting to know the farmers again and conversating I grew up working the farmer's market, specifically in Ojai and Santa Barbara, so it was just a really nice community to drop back into, and one I really deeply missed. So that was really special to dive into, and I highly recommend getting your hands into a weekly routine of attending the farmer's market. Another thing that has been brewing under the surface is more of my freelance work and dipping my toes into all the different realms of art direction and social media, photography, modeling, and copywriting. So I've been, yeah, actively engaging in those ways with myself as a freelancer. I have been for many years, but it's been exciting to touch back here in this community and within the realms of each of those and expanding my horizons. So I did, I took a a definitely a hiatus. I was working two full-time jobs for a few years and then this podcast was born right after sort of leaving both of those jobs prior to coming back here to California. So it was a definitely a big shift for me in navigating how I orient myself with work and business and how I schedule my days. So it's definitely an adjustment, but I'm getting uh, used to it and I'm enjoying that time and space and freedom and um, yeah, just learning a lot from it and applying what I've learned from those many different jobs into what it's like to be a little bit more freelance in the ways of all these different avenues and skills that I have. Another one is rekindling with family I haven't seen since childhood. I actually just got back from a wedding in Minnesota, which is my family of origin on my mom's side. There, my cousin got married and it was just so special to see. And just the reminder of how important it is, whether you have family or not, 
to nurture those relationships and to show up for those in your family even if you feel not so close to them anymore or you didn't particularly stay in contact with them as you got older so that for me was yeah a beautiful reminder to nurture those family connections because they are family at the end of the day and I do really love them and it was a beautiful experience and lastly lots of dinners and long coffee dates my goodness I feel like I have just been going on dinner benders after dinner bender and it's been so special to have that space to connect with friends and family and have this long-awaited, I guess that's what two and a half years of being away from everyone will do to you. Um, So beautiful to touch my feet back into those, yeah, spaces and gosh, I can't believe it's been almost two months already of being here. So just wanted to recap on personally what's been going on for me And then now I'd love to share, in honor of something admired, coming to fruition, and it's been three months that this has been a melting pot of lots of learning and curiosity and sitting with a constant stream of questions. So what has transpired is 16 different podcast recordings, almost one and a half every week so definitely one every week plus a bonus episode which has been shared every Friday so haven't missed a day which I'm so proud of because I definitely have a tendency when I have an idea bring it to fruition it's hard to sustain the postpartum I want to say that word postpartum of the actual project so that is something I'm really pushing up against is to build my consistency and follow through so that has led me to almost 2,700 downloads which is awesome and amazing and I'm so grateful for each and every one of your messages on which podcast really touched you and things that you are particularly loving and learning and it's been so special And with that being said, there has been, I want to just share the most loved episode as I feel like there's a bit of a theme. And so that one is Cultivating Creativity and Building a Business You Love with Annie Tarasova of Dreamy Moons. And that was really special because that was actually one of my first in-person podcasts that we recorded And Annie was just a beautiful example of someone who is living their passion and really sort of lives and breathes creativity in the sense of making that happen as a thriving business and living the the life that she loves and traveling and really honing in on her focus and constantly engaging with that muscle of imagination and intuition. So it was a really beautiful episode. I'll link it below if you want to listen to it. And if you haven't listened to it yet, it's a great one. And the second most listened to was The Future of Sustainable Gardening with Charles Dodding. And that one was one of my first podcast recordings. I think it was the second one that I shared 
And that was really special because I remember it was the transition from, I think it was autumn to winter for me in the Southern Hemisphere. And we just dove into, gosh, we started at the soil and going through all the layers of the microorganisms and really diving deep on how that's linked to our gut microbiome. And it was really special and fascinating. And I learned a lot from him in particular about, yeah, farming and the future of farming and and gardening and how to really do that in a sustainable way. So that was exciting. And I want to dive into what has worked for me and a few things that I'd like to improve. So what has worked for me personally, looking back on the past three months of recording, was one, recording bulk content to roll out a few months in advance. So this was so important for me because I knew the way that I engage with my work and my passion projects is I have an idea and I'm so excited about it and then I really sort of lose momentum in the end of things. So really allowing myself that time to build the energy up and build the bulk content up and then be able to roll it out months in advance was really huge for me so now I'm three months in and I still am sitting on content which is awesome and I highly recommend and one other thing I wanted to recommend is investing in a good microphone I started off with a just ordinary microphone and then I bought the Yeti Blue off Amazon. I know there's a few different ones that I did some research on and this one seemed to work for me. So I did that and it has made a whole world of a difference and I'm still learning and getting used to all the technical stuff, but I highly recommend getting a good microphone. And then another one is keeping organized with each recording filing them and recording each intro right after the recording so it's still fresh. This is something that I cannot recommend enough is organizing all of your recordings. So going from everyone that you have published to everything that's ready to everything that's still in draft and just organizing everything that is, you know, your artwork to the music, to the intro, to the actual recordings, the raw files, the video, and just getting really organized for yourself, not for anyone else, but really for you. And that helps sort my brain out and know what's coming up, what has already published, and vice versa. And another thing is scheduling interviews when you are ovulating or in your follicular phase. So this is amazing because I used to really chart my cycle in a way of scheduling things in on my first half of my cycle because that is when I have the most energy and the most engagement and also the most I would say curiosity and I'm actively engaged with the outside world and on the second half of my cycle I'm a lot more inward and so things can feel a lot more slower and a little bit more foggy in the sense of specifically when I'm doing interviews and so that is one little tip and trick that I think with anything, specifically interviews, uh, meetings, anything that you are in the limelight and really have to be on, I would say schedule in your first half of your cycle 
And lastly, having an organic conversation. So yes, have some planned questions, but also allow the conversation to unfold by their responses. So by actively listening and asking questions from there, I think it's really key to allow yourself to be curious as the conversation is going. So there's room for what I believe is there's the space between you and the interviewee and I think that that's where the magic happens is when there is yeah some I think room to breathe and room to actively listen for what's coming up rather than constantly going by a list of questions that you are going to kind of read off so it feels more genuine and that's something that's worked for me and I found really interesting and the conversation can go in a totally different direction that you weren't expecting. And I feel that that's really special and interviews that I personally love to listen to. And lastly, I wanted to share a few mistakes or things I would have done differently. I don't like the word mistakes, but just a few things I would have done differently would have been one, create an organized calendar to send to each person so they can pick a slot time that is available rather than lots of back and forth. So I think when sending the initial invite for each person, really marking down which times work for me so that it's not all scattered and it's a little bit more organized. And then two, hone in on a specific person or focus I'm aiming for rather than asking anyone and everyone for an interview. I feel like in the beginning, I really sent a blast interviewee um, call out. And rather than really honing in on what focuses I'd like to really push and what I'm personally curious about, because there's a lot of things I'm really curious about. But in the end, I think there is lots of little niches that I think it's good to really pinpoint and focus on. Another one is allocating my time in each week to record, edit, and schedule each podcast so it feels less all over the place. That's another one. I usually edit everything on a Thursday, oh, Thursday, I would say Wednesday, Thursday, and then it goes live on Friday. And my interviews are sort of at any time of day during the week and so that's something I want to get a little bit more organized on and that will help me focus on dedicating time and my energy for each week. And lastly is video. I'm really excited to dive more into video and in-person interviews. So now that we are traveling a little bit more, it'll be something I want to focus on once I'm back in a specific area for some time. So that is a few things that I just wanted to recap on some things that I'm learning to do differently or what I want to implement going forward. So that has been just a juicy full three months of this something admired journey. And it's been so beautiful to share with you all every week a intimate conversation that's been on my heart. I have openly spoke about some near and dear topics that I really haven't shared with anyone, I would say, besides really close friends or family members or my partner 
in a way that feels genuinely vulnerable and real and something that I'm still actively learning and it's always incredible to feel like there's someone out there who can relate and yeah it really just warms my heart when I get those messages on my goodness I felt that before or I'm currently struggling with this or you know that really inspired me to go out and do this and that's what really I think the basis of this podcast is is building connection and also using a different medium my voice to share from my heart and from something that's really genuine to me and every single person I've had on this podcast thus far have really inspired me in a deep way and have altered my path in a way that I never knew was possible so onwards and there's some really exciting podcasts coming up and yeah thank you all so much for being here it's been such a pleasure and an incredible journey thus far and I will see you next week